Do you need a recap? Juniper pussy in the juniper sapphire kingdom. <laughs> What's juniper? I think it's a plant. Okay. Adoption like, is such a great option. Yeah, that's... <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I laughed. My butthole being barely open the size of a dime, dude. That's a giant needle in your spine. Oh, and guess what? If they bump it, you're done. You're done, bud. I'm sweating right now. <laughs> if I put, if I was freezing, all I'd have to do is put my hands under my tits and I'd be like, we're going to make it. We're going to make it through this ice age. <laughs> I'm so happy we're coming back. Okay. Me too, dude. And now, and now, and now. tonight's presentation... Cinco, cinco, ooh, got my cinco. <laughs> <laughs> God, We're God. so excited to be back. If Did you, you miss tell. us? Yeah. Did you miss us? Guys? I missed us. I missed us. I'm so excited. Okay, yeah, we're excited to be back um, for season five. Thanks for waiting a few hours for us to release it. Uh, I got my period. That's <laughs> Chelsea. I got my period. It was really bad. I was having really bad cramps yesterday, and my brother spent the night the night before, and I was all sad and, like, crampy. And, yeah. And it was really good to see him, and so I appreciate you guys. Uh, yeah. So welcome to Flick Chicks. <laughs> welcome to Flick Chicks. Uh, I'm Sheridan. And I'm Chelsea. And we, if you are new to the podcast... We are best friends who like to sit down, smoke a blunt, watch a movie, and then talk about it while smoking another blunt. And basically, it's just the whole—it's <laughs> just the whole concept of of that, like friends kicking it. Yeah. Like we're best friends. We invited you over, and we want you to—we want you to hear a little bit of a little slice of the pizza, a little <laughs> toast, a little cream of the crap. Yeah. Uh, so we love—we love horror movies. So we love watching them together and then talking about it. And today we are talking about final exam. 1981. 81. What a what a year. I don't what a year. I don't remember it. <laughs> I don't either. I wasn't born yet. I, I'm I'm pretty sure it was a year <laughs> after 1980. I wish that I had lived. <laughs> I wish that I had lived in the 80s, honestly. Like I, I vibe with 80s oh, fashion oh, God. and music. And, you know. Oh god. I mean I'm not every, gonna... not everything about the 80s was good, but you know, music was bopping. The arcades were hopping. <laughs> the everyone was shopping, dude, and everyone looked so fucking tight, bro. Okay, you know what? Poofy hair was popular, and guys, I love poofy hair. Poofy, okay, floofy. I, if you have, hair poof, yeah, if you have curly, floofy, poofy hair, I fucking love you, and I fuck with it. I everybody who's all those girls out there who or guys or whoever who have curly hair and they wish for straight hair, don't. Stop that right now, dude. Because curly hair is awesome. And it was super popular to have, like, the poofier your hair was, the, the more popular you were in the 80s. And that's what I want. So. You want I'm very passionate. You want to hear something funny? <laughs> what? So Brett's hair looks like, he's got a 70s hairstyle. Yeah. It's what it is. And the first time I saw him, I was like, oh my god, he looks like Luke Skywalker. <laughs> like, 
like I, w- I showed uh brendan brendan is my brother guys I showed Brennan a picture of Brett, and he was like, dude, he looks like he's from the 70s. That's sick, bro. And I was like, me and Brennan have the same taste in men. And he's good, guys. My brother's straight. He has a wonderful girlfriend. Kayla, I love you guys. <laughs> so, um, hey, how was your break, bro? Dude, my break was great because there was a lot of swimming it's summer, guys. It's, it's summer. summertime in the it's city. Summertime. Uh, I love summertime. Same. Love it. I love the heat. I am born and raised in Phoenix, so, like, I love the heat. If you can't take um, the heat, get out of the fucking oven. Oh. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah. Um, so, yeah, we, we love the hot, so we've been swimming, and it's been pretty good. Uh, but I, I did go back to work. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm officially back to work. So that, uh, you know, yeah. kind of sucks. Well, it's it sucks because I love being back at work. Mm-hmm. Like, it, it is, like, you know, it is really good to, to socialize again, at of least, course. like, with your coworkers. Because, like, my coworkers are awesome. Right. Um, but all of those videos that you're starting to see online of, like, Karen's freaking out about masks. Like, yeah. I thought I wanted – okay, I wanted to think that it was just overblown and people were trying to spread it so, like, it seemed like it was a worse problem than it is. But right. it's really not, guys. Everyone is just stupid. Yeah. Like, I have been yelled at for wearing my mask. I've been, like, harassed. I mean, the- it sucks. Yeah. And, like, I don't know. I don't know. And not to- We won't go on too much of a tan. I know you guys have heard enough COVID news lately. But in my, like, go- being back at work has made me realize that, like, People are there's, stupid. Yeah. There's I can't a lot believe of resistance. It. I literally can't. It bothers me so much to know that people just legitimately don't give a fuck. Just cover your face. Just cover your face. Just cover your fucking face, bro. For five minutes so we you were, can go get your groceries. Like me, me and Missy went to Walmart the other day and like we stopped at the little McDonald's because there was no one there. And a lady was in front of us and she had her mask like under her chin. Yeah. And she's like, I'm sorry. I just fucking hate wearing these masks. I can't believe this. This is such an unjust injustice and like da 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 da. And I was just like, shut. I literally looked at her and I'm like, bro, like I'm thinking in my head, like, shut the fuck up, you fat sack of wasted shit. <laughs> Jesus. You fucking piece of disgusto. I don't care, dude. This is just how I feel yeah. about people. Like, if you can't be courteous, like, okay, Karen. All right, bitch, you may have a great immune system. But not everybody does. Surprisingly, from the looks of you, but... Yeah. what? Like, I could have a fucking immune deficiency disorder. Right. I could have a fucking lung disorder, something. And, and her fucking bitch attitude and her shit, I could catch that. You know what I mean? And get sick and die. I just, I think that, yeah, I think that people are not responding like I thought. They I'm, were, and, I've like, it's to really kill discouraging. People. I've never wanted to actually, like, murder someone. It, it has been discouraging to see, I'm not gonna lie. But, okay, we're over that. Let's not be a downer episode. Let's oh, talk about I, this movie. I'm in a good mood. I love... Oh, I, I don't like it. I, I don't love want... it. Well, no one wants to hear about COVID anymore. You wanna hear about my brain? They, it, this, is, this is the escape. This is supposed to be the escape. You wanna hear my brain? What? What do you mean, what? You wanna hear... Yeah. I asked you how your break is. Oh, I yeah, it was good. No, I, and then you didn't ask me. How was your break, dude? <laughs> Fuck. It was good. Let's start. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck it. 
Okay, so final exam. I wanted, I picked this movie because uh, it's the end of the school year, kind of, for, I don't know, in the last couple weeks, I guess. It's the end of the school year, basically, and uh, everybody's getting their uh, their final exams done, and I thought, well, this is perfect. Let's do a movie about a bunch of teens that get slaughtered on their last day of school. I'm thinking total, like, I've never seen this, and I was thinking, like, total Scream vibes, like, it's gonna be like Scream. Mm. <laughs> <No>. Negative. <laughs> so, uh, final exam falls into a subgenre of slasher movies that I like to call sleepover slashers, where they're like, they're charming and they're fun and they're funny when you watch them with a group of people, like yeah. at a sleepover. Like you get to, you can make fun of it and right. yell at it, and it's fun and like it's not supposed to scare you. It's just no. supposed to be like a fun thing. Yeah. But if you watch it by yourself. <laughs> It's just a task. <laughs> like, yeah, guys, this movie is not good. It's it's definitely like a B, you know, horror, almost no budget. Uh, this movie was filmed during the Screen Actors Guild strike of 1980. So uh, the Screen Actors Guild. Yeah. It's like a union of actors. Oh, I think I did. Yeah, I do remember you talk. You've talked about this before. So like, there was a big strike, and you know, so they were kind of left with these actors who'd never done anything before, and these directors who weren't experienced either. So like, you had a bunch of inexperienced people making this movie for like close to no money, and uh, it, it shows. <laughs> yeah, the movie is an hour and a half long, and honestly, it feels like two hours. It did. <laughs> It totally did. The the pacing is terrible. Like, uh, yeah, it's just not like it's charming, I guess, because it's like it's one of those movies that has pretty fun kills and the teens are all like horrible. So when they die, it's like kind of funny. But as far as story and like even the killer, like it's just kind of they were like riding the coattails of Friday the 13th, you know? Yeah, that's true. I got that vibe. So uh, this movie was uh directed by jimmy houston who i think did like maybe three other b movies before this and this was by far like his biggest budget and like his biggest movie and okay so like so since there was no competition from the bigger actors because they were all strike they were all on strike this movie made so much money you guys did it this movie made so much money oh like you know for for their budget so their budget was like three hundred and fifty thousand dollars or something right it made a million dollars. What? Like, they got lucky because it was a very bad movie. <laughs> it was terrible. The fucking worst. Oh man! How it's... did that happen? They probably. I bet you. Well, because average... of the strike, there was no other movies coming out. Oh. There were no other like horror movies coming out. So like the only movies you had if you wanted to go see a slasher was like this, you know? Wow. Uh, so, but. I will say, I have to say that, like, it is fun to watch with a group of people. Oh, for sure. Invite a group of people over, make some blanket forts, pop some popcorn, and, like, watch some teens die. Uh, or, like, I guess early 20s. I don't know. Uh, that's also a thing about the movie that we'll get to. But, like, these kids act like they're still in high school. <laughs> yeah. It's kind of, like you said, it's probably, like, their freshman year. The thing Even I will then. say about this movie that's really great is they have a cold open. We love cold opens, if you didn't know. Scream's got a good one. Probably the best one. Mm -hmm. uh, well, I really, 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 really liked Get Out. The cold open for Get Out? Yeah, yeah that for one, sure. That, that one, one was, was creepy. Fucked 
up. Yeah. I oh, I love a good cold open. I feel Same. like every horror movie should have one. But I do I do like this cold open though. Yeah. I loved it made me it gave well you explain it, but for the, me it like it it gave me zodiac vibes. It does it actually doesn't start off that bad. It starts off pretty solid. So yeah. like you have this couple who are parking in like, you know, under a little tree yeah. or park type shit. And uh they're in they're parked in front of March College. Mm-hmm. So like we can assume they're college students like just going somewhere to make out. Right. And we have a very typical like dialogue between the guy and girl where the girl is like, No, you know, no, I'm not gonna I, I don't feel right. Like she does you know, she doesn't want to go very far, but the guy's like, Come on, Sandy. Like <laughs> <he's> <laughs> and uh and then oh my god, so he's like coaxing her to make out and she says, Do you love me? And he, dude, the he look just on like, his face. He almost like looks at the camera. He's <laughs> like, what? Uh, and he kind of wiggles his way out of that one. And you can, and you know right away that like the farther along they get, you're like, these teens are gonna fucking, they're gonna die. They're gonna get it. And uh, sure enough, when he, so like he puts the roof up and the killer lands on the roof of the car. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, And this is a big dude. He's a really big dude, and he just pulls the driver, this dude, out of the car and starts stabbing the shit out of him. And, like, this is a bloodless horror film, practically. Like, yeah. there's no... So, like, you you just see him, like, stabbing nothing. It literally looks like he wasn't even touching him yeah, it at doesn't. some point. Uh, and then, he, and then he, he finally kills the boyfriend and then turns his sights on, on the girl. That's the cold open. And, like, it's so... It's just, like, it's so wacky. You just... You know right away what you're getting into. That's yeah. why I just... When cold opens are done right, like, they just work. Right. And that cold open did work. So we cut to Lanier College, which is the college right next to March. Dude, and can I just say, like, this college looks beautiful on the outside. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so they had to, like, so they filmed, they had, like, no money for sets and stuff. So they had to pretty much just find whatever they could. And they found this old, I think it was a community college. And guys, one of the opening shots is the this bell tower where this chick is hanging out, the our final girl. And it's like decrepit. It's it's falling apart. Yeah. This building is not safe. Like they should not allow students anywhere near that building because it's about to go down. There's like mold everywhere and like the wallpaper's ripping apart. And like the it's really boards are open. It's really confusing too because like it's it's so out of place. Like no one says anything about it. No one like yeah. talks about it. So There's it's no like no explanation. I don't know. It's really weird. So we meet Courtney, who's our final girl. And guys, I'm gonna be, huh? I'm gonna try to be as best I can with the names. Almost no name is said in this dialogue. Their their names are said like once or twice. So uh, I had to like really research to find these people's names in the movie because no one says their name. Uh. We have Mark and uh, Courtney, and Mark is the one that looks like he's 40, and he's in a fraternity. And, like, they're, I guess they're supposed to be boyfriend and girlfriend, but I don't see that at all. But, so we have Mark, Courtney, and they're on their way to a chemistry test. It's, like, their final exam. The school is, like, emptying out for the summer. Um, <coughs> they just have, like, two more exams to go, and then they're done. Uh, and their friend Radish runs up to them to tell them about the murders that happened the night before. And we love Radish, you guys. Radish is the best. I like him. 
but I don't like him that much. I love him. He annoys me. Hashtag justice for Radish. He's, I don't know why his name is Radish. I don't know if that's a nickname or... He just strikes me as, like, a very gay guy. Yeah, I kind of got that vibe, too. That's true. Like, I, I I was disappointed they made him a straight man. Yeah, he was but trying to, like, get with... I don't know. It seemed like he was trying to get with Courtney the whole time. It does. But he also really... The way he looks at his boys is, like, he wants to fuck him. He wants to put his pee in... <laughs> Booties. Well, he was the coach's like assistant for the football team. So same, bro. He's like, coach, I'll get it done, daddy. <laughs> Radish. So he calls his butthole. Yeah, the, some of these names, guys. I, I don't know. Uh, so Radish is like freaking out. He's so excited about something happening in this like small town or whatever. And uh, and they're really excited because now they don't have to talk about their tests because they can talk about these murders. <laughs> Uh, they get to their classroom and the teacher, Dr. Reynolds, who looks like a straight up pedophile, for sure. He looks like a cross, but he looks like if Richard Pryor and Gene Wilder had a baby. <laughs> <laughs> he looks like the, a poor man's Don- Donald Sutherland. Yeah. Uh, he <laughs> is the teacher and he like he leaves the class so that they can all take their tests. And he runs into uh, Lisa, who is like... A student and also they're dating. It's gross. I don't know if he's her teacher. That would be even weirder, you guys. I think it sh- maybe or at one point. But but dude, she she did a really good job of portraying that she actually liked him. Because mm-hmm. if I was in her <laughs> shoes, I'd have been like re fucking pulsed, bro. <laughs> that guy is the ugliest. He has a shirt top. The top of his shirt open and his fluffy chest hair flying out. <laughs> yeah, that early 80s mustache, oh. too. Like, So, yeah, he has a creepy, like, he's dating this student, Lisa, and she's talking about, guys, okay, I did not talk about this, uh, which is dumb because this happened over the break. I turned 30. Uh, oh, yeah. Over the break. Yeah. So, um, and there's a line of dialogue where this chick is oh, talking yeah. about, you know, oh, you're, you know, he's talking about his wife. He's married. She's like, oh, that saggy old wife of yours. What is she, like 30 by now? I was like, what? I fuck? almost cried. <laughs> I like almost cried. I was so fucking sad. I also feel like back then people looked old when they got 30. They did it. They did. <laughs> they did. They did. Like, I, I'm serious. They just looked I, older. Their glasses, their hairstyles, all of it. Yeah. I, I don't know. But, like, 30-year-olds aren't saggy. No. I'm a little. Come on. I'm a little. I mean, okay. Whatever, dude. I was, I was hurt. I You're was hurt by that. You're a beautiful 30-year-old. Thank you. Gorgeous. You're tight. <laughs> Uh, so anyway, she's like shit talking this guy's wife, who's only thirty, and meanwhile he looks like he's fifty. 90. Talking about how oh I love teaching because I love the way the girls stare at me. Like oh he's such a creeper, such guys. A pervert. I don't know why this stereotype exists, but like in every horror movie there has to be one like nasty ass adult that's like eyeing teens or like just saying inappropriate shit. That's like, how I felt about the. Uh, the school principal in Scream. He was a fucking weird guy. 
Yeah. Well, and like, and I'm talking like even weirder, like the, there was a cook in sleepaway camp that like almost raped one of the main characters. Like it's really, some of them are really gross. So this guy gives off total creeper vibes, this teacher, Dr. Reynolds. Nothing. And by the way, after there's like, after this scene, Mm -hmm. I think we like don't see him again. So did he like leave? I guess he left school. I guess he didn't get killed. I thought he was going to be a victim, but I don't think I did too. But yeah, I never saw him. I don't know. I don't think it, I don't think we did. I don't know. Anyway, uh So oh, wait, gonna, no, cuz the girl goes, "Oh yeah, no." She says, "Oh yeah, let, you know, meet like let's meet up tonight and like fuck or whatever." Yeah. And agree, you know, they agree to meet at this spot in the school and then like I think that's it. I don't think we see him again. Yeah. So uh so they agree to meet later that night, which will come in later, obviously. Uh, so now we have these people taking this test. Okay. So they're all taking this test. Um, not all the main characters, but some of them, and some of them finish and leave. And you see Mark is struggling. Like a lot of, a lot of the frat guys are struggling because obviously they're frat. They don't study. So, uh, they are all in the classroom. At this point, a brown van shows up. And you see, like, all these dudes carrying, like, submachine guns and shit. Yeah, semi-automatic shit. Yeah, and they jump out of the van and start shooting people. Shooting all these children. Guys. kids. I, uh, Chelsea had never seen this before. (laughs) And, like, you know, while this scene was happening, they were like, well, I thought this was a slasher. Like, what's going on? Yeah, and everybody's like, what the fuck is going on? It this was is crazy. It was like it's the most like out of nowhere thing. No contact ever. Uh, and then they all they like shoot some kids. They kidnap some of the kids. They throw them in the van, and um, they leave. And everyone's freaking out. Uh. And one of the girls runs, it was like some random girl, runs up to Courtney and I think Lisa. And she's like, what? they're smiling. Yeah. They're like laughing. And she's like, what are you laughing? Students just got killed. And they're like, oh, we saw the Gamma fraternity sticker on the back of the van. So we know it's a prank. Oh my God, bro. Like, guys, let's talk about this for a second. I'm sure that back in 1981, this was like, not as big of a deal, but obviously in our current oh, like God. state, <laughs> that kind of prank would have gotten someone killed oh, straight up. <laughs> somebody definitely would have died for real. For um, real. it was it's shocking to watch in our like you know our for our generation. Yeah. Um, and it's just so crazy to to see something so dated, and like for us it's very offensive but in that context it was supposed to be like funny yeah and it was just like that it just hits too close to home for us i think uh yeah we were just like what in the fucking shit yeah because you know obviously unfortunately uh that's real that's real life <laughs> that's the reality that we live in it's so scary so but what's so what's even weirder is that afterwards everybody just goes back to normal <laughs> and like doesn't you know everybody just goes on with their lives and they're like yeah, oh, nobody ha, ha. even talks about it again. it's so weird 
the, it's the weirdest thing. I can just see if something like that happened. Like nowadays, they'd be talking about it, it'd be all over Twitter, it'd be all over because that's social media, dude. Right. So, uh, so everybody kind of calms down and and they realize. Oh, and I'm sorry. In the ensuing chaos uh, during the shooting, Radish calls the police. Because he thinks it's real. Yeah, because he thinks it's guy. real. Dude, this guy, Radish gets shit on this whole movie. Like, he's trying to be the good guy, and he just, nothing goes right for him. So, he calls the cops, and now there's a cop coming. Um, but meanwhile, Courtney and uh, and Lisa are just like, well, let's get lunch. Like, that made me hungry. Right? <laughs> and they meet up with um, with Gary and Janet. Who are like, I think they're freshmen in college because Gary is like a, is a pledge for the Gamma Pleb uh, fraternity. <laughs> and they're like totally in love and um, they're super cute. Janet is adorable. I think she's really cute. She's aloof. She's very, she has like, she looks like, she's very doe-eyed. And yeah, she's dumb. Like, <laughs> that's true. Um, so Mark is... The gamma leader and he says hey you know i got a you know i got a i got a task for you to do project yeah i need to um i need you to get the answers from the the chemistry test that are in uh that are in what's his face's office dr the professor's office yeah 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 um Oh, I'm sorry. No, he's going to the to his office to steal the next day's test so oh. that he can pass that test. Uh, Gary doesn't want to because he has to study for his own test, and like obviously he doesn't want to uh, like break into a teacher's yeah. office because he can get kicked out. Um, but then he, you he know, cares he, about the frat, dude. Bro. Yeah, there, there's a whole like frat boy culture cult thing. Yeah, in this movie, and it's like. It's really uncomfortable. I really hate fraternity culture. Same. That like toxic masculinity really ah, it's nasty. So uh Mark basically berates him into doing it and or into agreeing to do it. And uh if he does that, he said then he might consider like initiating him or whatever. So this is when the the cop shows up, the sheriff. And he's like, gets on Radish's ass for calling him. You can call me all the way out here. Like, no one's even dead. Like, <laughs> he just doesn't. Basically, nobody gets in trouble. No, nothing happens from this. Everybody gets to walk away. It's just a waste of energy. Dude, white people. Seriously. For <laughs> real. Um, so the coach, and the coach even steps into like, defend the kids like they're just letting off a little steam it's final exams like guys i need to see these kids punished yeah these kids are too fucking privileged they are so so oh much privileged and they're God. so mean and these frat boys are just like getting away with everything wild man sucks uh oh my god this movie you don't want anyone to win. Like, no. even the final girls, like, vanilla. Yep. So now we are in Courtney's dorm room uh, with Lisa, her roommate. So I don't know if these girls are in a sorority or if they're just, like, friends because they have the same, because they're, like, in the same uh, dorm or whatever. Mm -hmm. It's never really... They don't have any, like, sorority symbols or, or like, the, you know, the Greek yeah, symbols or anything, anything like that. Like that. Um, 
And Lisa's talking about how she doesn't want to, she's like, I'm not going to study because I can get a man. Like, (laughs) she's talking about like studying doesn't do you good. It's like, you know, she'd rather know how to flirt than, you know, know how to study chemistry or whatever. Right. Um, And Courtney is like, she, she's feeling kind of self-conscious. Like she, or like a little bit sad because, you know, everything seems to like go right for Courtney. You know, she's just kind of like, not for her. Yeah. She's, you know, kind of effortlessly going through life. She doesn't have to work for anything. She's young and pretty and like, you know, has it all. Yeah. And he, she goes to Radish to talk to him about this and Radish, you know, obviously like reassures her that, you know, she, Courtney is like just as beautiful and like she has a lot going for her too. And like, you know, it's, it's really nice. Um, but she starts to, but then we start seeing uh, this killer in the background that looks a lot like the killer from the beginning. And we can assume that he's just going from college to college, like Ugh. just killing random. And like, at this point, we've seen a lot of the main characters and like this uh, this movie spends a lot of time with all the characters in the movie. So we've kind of seen everybody at this point and we're kind of wondering like, okay, who the fuck could this be? Like, this is yeah. a giant person. Who the like, fuck is this guy? Um, and none of the people that we've seen so far kind of match uh, this like behemoth of a dude. Um, so later i think this is i don't know guys that's fucking there's a lot of shit that happens that just doesn't matter and it doesn't go anywhere uh courtney and lisa are back in um in their bed in their uh, dorm room and they're packing for summer vacation and janet comes in with and she goes guess what i have secret blah, 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 but i can't tell you what it is like oh that's what i mean she's so she's so aloof so she goes, I you know, want to say anything around that other bitch. And then she says, well, you know, if you guess, then I, you know, I wouldn't be telling you. <laughs> so basically she's been pinned, which means that her boyfriend, uh, her pledge boyfriend, Gary, gave her his like pledge pin. And apparently if you give your girlfriend your pledge pin, you're, you have to get treed, which is like, which means you get tied to a tree. And, like a haze. Yeah. Well, like, and like. So he, Gary knows this. Gary knows that if he pins a girl, he's going to get treated. And he does it anyway. Like, he wanted it, he dude. He wanted it. He yeah. wanted it. That's what I believe. So so they're talking about, oh, like, you know, he's going to get treated. Aren't you set? Like, aren't you worried? You know? And then <laughs> I love Janet. She goes, I think it's kind of sexy. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck, dude. These, oh my God, these. You can do anything you want when you sexy. So while that's happening, Wildman and Mark, uh, the fucking, Mark is the leader of the Gammas and Wildman's like his muscle, his like bodyguard or whatever, his goon. Uh, They burst into Radish's room and like threaten him because Radish ratted the, Radish ratted them out. (laughs) Um, so they're going, they, they break in, they take Radish's keys to the gym because he's the, he's the coach's assistant. Um, and, uh, and then Gary sneaks into, oh my God, this is when Gary is sneaking into the teacher's office to steal the test. Oh yeah. Guys, 
he goes, okay, I'm going to try to explain this as clearly as possible. He's walking down the hallway. He opens a door to the office and the wall, like the door and the wall go up and they don't end at the ceiling. There's like a gap. There's like a big gap between the wall and the ceiling. So like, he doesn't have to, he doesn't have to like break the door down or anything. He just climbs over the wall to get into the office. <laughs> what does, like, I was so confused. <laughs> this movie you guys (laughs) he gets in he gets the test sneaks out and he hands the test to uh to mark and he's like okay i did it like it's getting late i gotta go study and he's like pledge where's your fucking pin and he's like oh shit and they drag him outside and they tie him to a tree this has happened, and, like, not, okay, all the frat boys are participating, but, like, other ki- other random kids from the college are, are like, Start joining show in. Up and- Dude, so they tie him to a tree, they cover him with whipped cream, and they put ice in, in his, his underwear. underwear. <sighs> that is dangerous. Yeah. Like, your dick could fall off. Could it? If you got, like... What is the, not hypothermia, but like if you. Frostbite? Or so, yeah, if you had frostbite on your dick or your balls, they could die. Like, oh, yeah. that is dangerous. Oh my God. Because he was out there for like hours. He got treated in like the afternoon and then he didn't get out until the nighttime. Oh, yeah. Like, it was so bad. And, and Janet's a bad girlfriend for accepting the pin, by the way. Yeah, she is. She wanted him to get treated. Whatever. So. <laughs> I do think she wanted it, though, because she wanted to be official with him. Well, yeah, she, she like, you know, wanted people to know because they're in love, you know. Mm-hmm. But come on, man, like, save your boyfriend from being treated. <laughs> um, so back at the fraternity house, which is disgusting, just stereotypical man apartment, like, just nasty. Uh, Mark and Wildman get a phone call about students who want um, drugs. And so he's telling Wildman, like, you know, where we, can, you know, where we can get some speed, you know, blah blah. blah. And he suggests breaking into uh, the coach's office to get pills, but they're like pain pills; they're not uppers. But they're like, fuck it, mm-hmm. <laughs> we'll just go get them anyway. Um, <clears throat> so he gives the keys that they stole from Radish to Wildman and they can like, they're like, we're going to fucking make so much money off selling these pills. Um, later. Oh yeah. And then this is where we get the, the like maintenance guy, Mitch. He like walks up to fucking Gary and Gary's like, Oh my God, thank God. Like untie me. And he's like, Nope, <laughs> it's tradition. I'm not going to fucking untie you. <laughs> fucking idiot. What does he say though? He says he wants to set him on fire. Oh, that was Wildman. Yeah, I for- okay. Yeah, I forgot to mention that they were tying him up, and Wildman like just lights his lighter, and everyone's like, "Whoa!" He goes, "Let's set him on fire!" Out loud, he said that. Wildman is nobody crazy. Like, dude, he-, he said that, and nobody even flinched. And I think that it was supposed to be like a red herring. Like, is this the killer? He's a big guy, you know. He's he has you know homicidal tendencies, but like, but he's also super dumb just like you know the jock right and so and so anyway uh he breaks into the coach's office like empties a bunch of bottles of pills and then picks them up by hand and puts them in his hand 
God. Like, I don't understand this movie. It's like they tried to make every single scene as long as it could be. Like, instead of him just grabbing the pills, have him just lay them all out and pick them all up by hand for, like, 30 goddamn seconds. The whole movie is a filibuster. It's really... Filibuster murder. Some of the scenes, and I'm sorry for the for the people who love this movie, but like some of the scenes are so hard to watch because they take forever. It's so long. <laughs> this was a this was a movie I did not enjoy. So he <laughs> so Wildman gets all the pills, he he goes to leave and he runs into the killer. And he's standing, they're in the, the basketball court and he's like standing under the scoreboard, you know. And he kind of, Wildman goes straight for him. I have to commend his bravery. He just like, ah, just starts <laughs> screaming and running towards this guy. And and he just gets tackled right away. It doesn't even stand a chance. Um, and he ends up killing Wildman by tying some gym equipment to his neck and letting him like hang. And, and then, uh, that's like the only brutal kill, honestly. Well, we come to find out that the actual actor who tied that thing around his neck made him lose consciousness. Yeah, there's... Oh, oh, yeah, that that reminds me... Like, I was watching this thing earlier, and they were talking about how uh, a lot of people got hurt <laughs> on the set of this movie because the choreography was done by the actor who played the killer, who did have some experience but he was not an expert by any means so when he was like tossing people around and stuff like there were people that were getting hurt in real life so it was uh it was very dangerous they actually had a stunt guy do the last stunt for the killer um because they couldn't risk the dude like killing himself oh my god so so yeah he gets killed uh with gym equipment which is so funny because he's the jock and then he i i think he just leaves him there i think that's the last time you see him um back at the dorms radish stops into courtney's room with some whiskey and she hates it i have to agree i'm not a huge fan of whiskey like whiskey you do yeah it's too i'm i need sweet Mm -hmm. and like i know people tell me that whiskeys are sweet but i don't taste it so you can mix. I like mixed drinks with whiskey. Yeah, I, I'll do a mixed uh, thing, I like it but straight up. Yeah, but so he hands her like just this glass of whiskey, and she's like, "That's terrible," and I'm like, "I feel that." Um, and then he start, and then they they kind of get into a moral debate about like you know, you know, radish is a cynic. He thinks that everyone could be a killer, and like he's very suspicious and paranoid, and. And uh, Courtney is very, like, idealistic. And, you know, she's like, why would I... He's He asks her, like, why don't you ever lock your door? And she's like, why would I need to, you know? And he's like, bitch. <laughs> like, and, like, I have, to, I have to say, like, it is good advice. You should shut your door. And, like, you know, but she thinks that he's paranoid. And, you know, they kind of have this... They kind of have this moment where, like, I don't know if it was trying to be a romantic or not, but... I don't know, Radish, they're both, like, awkward, so I think that maybe it might have been intended to be romantic, but it just came off as weird, because they're both, like, like, and there was no chemistry with anyone, because everyone was a pretty terrible actor, like, (laughs) these are really bad lines, like, it's, it's too, it's, it reads like a high school play, yeah, it seems like high school kids are doing this play, like, it's almost passable, but when you have people, when you have actors who are, 
saying a line that's supposed to that's not supposed to end someone's supposed to interrupt them yeah like they just stop <laughs> they're like but i was going to and then the person interrupts yeah. them it's like that happens a couple times in this movie and i just every time i'm like Ugh. it was entertaining for me it was well i mean it's funny yeah like it's just really funny um so anyway mark uh Mark is like back in the gym and he's tired of waiting for wild man. He's like, where the fuck are you? And he leaves. Um, and then the killer chases, there's like a big chase scene with Mark and he, um, he stabs Mark finally fucking kills him guys. This dude, I think that I've seen him before, but I have no idea. And he is like the oldest one in the, like, I freaking guarantee you this guy was like 35. (laughs) Um, so he, uh is mark done wild man done so that's how many is i don't know i can't even i'm not even (laughs) uh so radish goes to the gym i forgot why he goes back to the gym for some reason and he discovers mark's body that is shoved in a locker wasn't he gonna do the inventory for the oh yeah for the dude Good, good call. Yeah, uh, Radish was supposed to do inventory that night. Yeah. So he goes in for that and he discovers Mark's body in a locker. In a locker. Um, guys, I don't, I don't understand the physics. Okay, because this happens uh, a lot in horror movies where like a girl will draw back a curtain and a body falls. Yeah. And it's like, that, this wasn't even that. Not, that's true. That wasn't even that. But still, like. So Radish opens... No, no, it's like they were trying to do that. But, right. But it's just like, then they show the body. And poor Radish, body. like, the actor is a small person and Mark is a big person. Yeah. So he, like, is trying to get him back in the locker. And it's the, it kind of becomes this, like, very physical it's comedy hilarious. scene. Yeah, it's really funny. Um, where he's trying to, he's like... like put that thing back where it came from. Yeah! <laughs> I think there's... Okay, I watched all of the Friday 13th movies recently and there's one... In one of those movies, I forget which, uh, somebody opens the fridge and just a dead body pops out. And But she has her back turned, so she's, like, just talking to her friends. And then when she closes the fridge, the body just, like, flops back in. Like, <laughs> that's exactly what it was like, dude. So he discovers uh, Mark's body. So he calls the police again. And, of course, the police don't believe him. Uh because of the events that happened early in the afternoon. And apparently there's, like, two cops in this fucking town. The whole town, yeah. Like, what the so, um, so the cops are very hesitant to, um, to come. And Radish realizes that Courtney is by herself in her dorm with all the doors open. And like, oh, runs, shit. yeah, starts to run toward her, her room, and Sammy. he, yeah, and he gets uh, caught by the, by the killer, um, and he gets attacked, and we don't get to see, we see his body later, we don't get to see him killed, because, guys, they wanted um, younger uh, kids to watch, the, to, like, be able to see this movie, yeah. that's why it's mostly a bloodless movie, right, because, you know, they wanted a PG-13 type of, um, type of thing, so, he kills him off screen, and then we see him later propped up against Courtney's door, which is now smashed in, like, with his body. And Courtney walks up, and she's like, oh, haha, like, stop kidding around, Radish. Like, I don't know what kind of pranks these fucking kids were pulling back in the 80s, but they were fucked up. Some super fucked up pranks. 
So obviously she finds out that he's Radish doesn't move. He's not fucking Radish is dead. And guys, your roommate was watching this with us. And she, in the middle of the movie, she was like, oh, I like Radish. I hope he doesn't die. And in my head, I was like, bitch. Like, she, he's gone. Yeah. So, unfortunately, Radish does die. Uh, I really hate that. I hate that he dies. He was my favorite. Um, Courtney runs out. Now we have this whole, for the rest of the movie, like, fucking 30 minutes, we have this, like, chase scene with Courtney and um, the killer. Oh, I forgot to mention. Shit. Uh, Lisa goes up. It's like, you know, nighttime. It's when she's supposed to meet her doctor or her teacher boyfriend, whatever. She goes up to the art studio and there's a bunch of paintings around that are like supposed to be of her naked. Yeah. And they're horrible, you guys. Dude, one of them is like a beautiful body portrait, but her hair looks like legit spaghetti. <laughs> you I guys, was like, like, what the fuck? If you watch this movie, you need to pause it on all of the paintings because they are tremendous. Like, <laughs> they are so bad. So, and which makes it even funnier that she's trying to be so sexy. Like, she is really attractive. She's a very beautiful girl. Yeah. Um, but it just makes it really silly with a bunch of like kindergarten paintings <laughs> on the wall. So she strips, and this is the one, the one nude scene we get. This is a very boobless horror movie. Um, or a boobless slasher movie, I should say. So she like wraps herself in silk and then just kind of sits there, and she's a perfect goddamn target for the killer. And at first, uh, he comes up behind her, so she's like I've been waiting for you, you know, thinking it's the teacher. And he like, you know, is brings it almost, oh my God, it's just like Halloween too. So like he brings his face, you know, his hands, I, I mean, to her face. And his hands are like the size of, like bigger than her head. Right. And uh, we, I don't think we get to actually, it's kind of like Psycho where yeah. like it, it shows stabbing, but it doesn't, you know, and it, uh, he stabs her to death and she just lays there. And like, that is a, I, I will say out of all of the, the bad cinematography of this movie, this scene was pretty great. Yeah. It was like really colorful and really wild. And, and the blood looked like it, it was like, like, like bright red, super neon I jelly red. Shit. It was great. So that was, that scene is like, honestly, almost worth this whole watch. So, um, uh, Courtney, arrives looking for Lisa and and that now we start this whole chase scene. He follows Courtney into the cafeteria in the back in in the dorms and and finally up to the campus tower right. where this whole fucking thing is going to end. Um the sheriff, is it the sheriff? Who who has the bow? No, it's the coach. So the coach Hears Courtney screaming, gets out his bow and his fucking bow and arrow. Forget a gun. This guy has a bow and arrow. He brings one bow with him. One arrow. One ar yeah. One so fucking arrow, dude. What he he, run he runs dick. in. He shoots the arrow at the killer. The killer catches it. Dude, he did that. This the, the actor did that in real life. He caught this fucking arrow. It is badass. Um, and then he, he he catches it, just comes back down the stairs and stabs the guy to death with it. God. That was the most boss move of all time. So then he he's chasing Courtney up the stairs and Courtney's doing this very lazy fucking run. Uh, you know, kind of stopping to like fearfully look. And then she grabs this fucking styrofoam two by four. You can totally tell it's like super light. 
and she's just like hitting him on the head with it. He drops his knife. His knife plummets to the ground. They're like on the top of this bell tower by now. And then he, his foot falls through this molded floor. Courtney takes that opportunity to knock him over and he fucking falls. He like, he tries to, to grab, he tries to grab a beam, but he fucking falls all the way to the bottom. Boom. Dead. And it's another like five minutes of Courtney like coming down the stairs and just kind of like walking over the coach's dead body. And she stumbles out uh, outside and sits on a, on like the steps. And that's the end. That's the fucking end of the movie. No. Yeah. After she stabbed him a bunch of times. Oh, yeah. Shit, my bad. Yeah, she comes down. I've totally forgot about that. She comes down the stairs and she stands over his body. And he he looks like he's dead, but he grabs her. And then she takes a knife and she stabs him 500 times. Dude, how can I forget about that? I'm so stupid. Uh, Yeah, that's like... That's so great. I immediately (laughs) thought of Jamie Kennedy and Scream. He's like, this is the part where the killer comes back in for one more scare. Um, So, yeah. And then, yeah. So, she stabs him like 90 times. And then... She's covered in blood, walks outside, sits down, kind of like just, you know, sits down in, in victory, defeat, she whatever. She puts her she head feels. down and the yeah. movie ends. Dude, I <laughs> I would not be surprised if the actress, if that was, if that was just real. She just had enough of this she movie. She was like, this fucking sucks, dude. It Fuck did, my life. I mean, it didn't seem like a very awesome time to shoot. Okay, so like these movies, uh, in their contracts, they were supposed to be started and finished in six months yeah and that is like no time at all um this movie had a six month timeline and an almost nothing budget and like sometimes it can work out sometimes you have a paranormal activity situation where it just works but not this time Mm -hmm. (laughs) um so would you would you say that like you'll never watch it again i'll never watch it again (laughs) Never ever. There's really, really <laughs> shitty B films that I like, and there's That's ones true. like this that I'll never. It just didn't do it. Yeah. For me. Oh man. It's definitely like you have to be a big fan of slashers. It's to like, like it for, for sure. For me, it's like a movie thing though. Like yeah. without a saddle or without a paddle. Exactly. <laughs> See, I saw it one time, and there's people who are like, "Fucking love that movie, dude! I've never Fucking seen it. love it!" And I'm like, "I watched it one time, and I'll never." It's just sometimes that happens with movies for me. Yeah, and like, and I mean, Ace Ventura, Pet Detective 2, I'll never. What? Ever. I should have never watched anything past the first movie. Can't fucking stand it, dude. Eh. When Nature Calls is my favorite. I just can't. That is so funny. The first one for me was like my jam. Damn, dude. That's how I feel. Out a little bit. That's how I feel about a lot of sequels, dude. It's just it is wow. how it is for me. But it's a lot. Wow, it's, it's all different kinds of movies. Well, if th- I understand why people have a special place in their hearts for this movie because it is so funny and so just like bad, but it is bad. Like <laughs> it is a bad movie. Um, but that's but but that's what horror fans. It's the charm. It's the charm of the low budget. And I would, like I would like like you know what's that movie called Mystery Science Theater? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I could see me putting that movie into that, and I would watch it just to yeah, talk true. shit about it. Yeah, the shit all over. That's it. and I can't reiterate this more. Like that's what makes this movie funny, 
or like good is watching it with people and just making fun of it the whole time. Yeah. I would do that. I would watch it again in a circumstance like that. Someday we should do someday we should do a live viewing of this and like put it on YouTube and just us watching it in like real time comments cuz like voiceovers. Yeah. Uh, live for it. So yeah, it it is it is definitely a movie to check out like at a party um when y'all are drunk or high or whatever. But um if you're looking if you're like alone quarantining maybe pass on this one <laughs> but, uh, but if you're yeah if you're with your friends whatever watch it it's it was entertaining with people for sure yeah oh, oh and by the way uh if we didn't if you didn't know already uh the killer is never explained it's just a dude just a random <laughs> dude just like black christmas god we have no idea who the killer is That's so um, weird to me yeah it's just and i i do like that i like that element of it um I think that that can be really scary. You know, just somebody like the strangers. Like, they didn't have yeah. fucking motivate. They just wanted don't know to. Who they were yeah. Either. So I do like that aspect of it. I just, if this had been just a little more suspenseful. <laughs> um, but yeah, so this is just one of many of like the bad 80s movies that I really want to review. And I really, I'm, thank you for letting us do this one. Of course, thanks dude. for watching this bad movie with me. We have to do bad movies every now and then. Um, it was I, very entertaining, for sure. Off the top of my head, I can't remember what's, I think, Creepshow's next week. Uh, mm -hmm. But we have the list out so y'all can prepare. Yeah, if you haven't seen it, view it. View it. Follow us on Instagram. Mm -hmm. Big good segue to our ending. Uh, okay. Follow us on on Instagram at FlickChicksOfficial. Slasher app, also yep. FlickChicksOfficial. Yep. Um, uh, you want to go ahead you can follow me I'm Sheridan <laughs> if you didn't know uh, you can follow me at your Goliath pal on Instagram that's where I post all my stuff uh, podcast or otherwise and I'm Chelsea if you want to follow me I'm at lunar underscore waifu and, uh, yeah. but you can only follow one of us you can't follow <laughs> I'm just kidding <laughs> I'm just kidding <laughs> um, alright guys well I am so fucking glad to be back I'm <laughs> so happy to be back um we have some some cool stuff happening this season so if you uh if you would be so kind please leave us a review on please. itunes um, please five star reviews only <laughs> no but for real if you uh if you have time please do that we would love to hear from you and, yeah, and it helps great. us out it helps us get the word out we yep. want more than just our local areas to hear and yeah if totally you, if you want share us with your friends and your family yeah we're probably not kid friendly but that's fine yeah we're definitely not kid friendly but but hey whatever so yeah i'm looking forward to this season fucking five and oh, uh it. we'll see y'all next week all right guys this has been another episode of three